Ebony. And I'm Shakora. And this is the Unapologetically Us podcast, where we talk about life, mental health, fitness, finances, and, and everything, everything in between. between. Thank you for joining us today. Welcome back to those of you who have been watching us all the little <laughs> weeks we have started this thing. Thank you guys. And if you're new here, welcome. Be yes. sure to like comment subscribe and share our podcast and in the comments let us know you know how you're feeling about the thing give us a little feedback if necessary thank you guys for joining us today so chow listen what's been up with you (laughs) i lately i've kind of been reflecting on just goals and accomplishments like just kind of thinking about where i am in life and i know we recently did the time frame type of episode but just kind of reflecting on everything that i wanted or that i'm working to like i'm actually in like it's in progress mm-hmm. like if you said to gain my license and my degree and to be married to have a house to have that car paid for come on <laughs> You know, and just walking into that, Mm -hmm. like I'm literally the things that I've prayed for the light at the end of the Mm -hmm. tunnel, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm there. Mm -hmm. And so, and I guess too, now I'm at a point where I have to start setting new things, Mm -hmm. you know, but it's like, oh, I wanted this degree. I wanted this. I wanted that. Wanted the house and all of that. And I have it. Mm -hmm. And I thank God for that. But just kind of reflecting and being grateful Mm -hmm. in the things that I asked for that I received. So, child, listen, I'm grateful. Come on. (laughs) I am grateful, 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 grateful. It's falling from my heart. Oh yes, I am. I am there. I am. So so that's good. Time to set some new goals. Yeah, time to add more things to the plate. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with it. Again, grateful. (laughs) All right, here for it. Yes. So how about you? How you been? Who child? Listen, <laughs> I had an okay week, all that good stuff, but I want to take my child, listen, and I want to shout out all of my fellow black women, and this is knowing, you know, no shade to nobody else. Right. I feel like majority of our audience is black people anyway, yeah. but um, our black women who are struggling to maintain professionalism mm. while dealing with all the other isms. Mm. and stereotypical views of ourselves in the workplace i you know i hear you guys i recognize i empathize Mm -hmm. you know because people don't realize that everybody has a struggle but i i feel like in some areas of life for you know black people black women the struggle is, is hard yeah. You know, you have this stereotypical angry black woman type of thing. You have mm-hmm. this attitude, this whatever, whatever about that people think about you. Yeah. And it shapes how they view you. And then, you know, there are times where you have to go and sit in the car and cry. Mm-hmm. Take a walk. Yeah. You know, because you don't want to, because you, you know where you could take it. Yes. And if mm-hmm. I take it there, I'm really going to go there. <laughs> and by going there, I know my job won't be at stake. Right. Absolutely. Or whatever. Because there are certain people that like to play on that type of thing with you. Mm-hmm. No matter how much you brush stuff off, you can only brush it off for so, so long. long. And that you can push people to the point of, I don't care. 
Mm-hmm. If I take it there, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna take it there. I'm gonna get my write up or a pink slip, paper, email, however you're gonna do it, and I'm gonna be okay with it because at this point you got me messed up. Yeah, absolutely. So I empathize with you. know, I I'm y'all. We here. <laughs> We are here, you know, you got to go take a walk. You got to go cry. You got to go home and indulge. Like, there are a lot of silent things that we deal with in a professional headspace that people don't even realize because we have to keep their face on at all times. Yes, yeah. But when you can't keep their face on no Mm -hmm. more, you know, and people talk about how people, people in our generation are leaving jobs left and right. And it's because, you know, my mama watched this. Love you, mama. But, um, you know, my mom's approach with jobs and things are different than me. Mm -hmm. You know, or it seems like I could be wrong, mama. You can come in and let me know. (laughs) But, um, But I know that my mom has dealt with some of the same struggles that I deal with. Right. And she's like, you know, I, I, I just go in the car, I cry, and I pray, and I go back. Me, I'm a, I'm my mother's child in a sense. Mm-hmm. I'll go in the car, and I'll cry. I'll call her, cry, and pray about it. But after a while, ain't no crying mm-hmm. and praying finna yeah. solve this. I got to go. Yeah. And so, um, and so we are not dealing with it. Yeah. It's like, if this no longer suits me, I'm not finna waste. I don't care about being at somebody's job for 20 years if I've been miserable for for 18 of them. Absolutely. So, because if you think about it, if you think about a a week, you're giving this job 40, sometimes 40 plus hours a week. By the time you get home, you drain. Like, I think about the past couple of months for me, Mm -hmm. getting home and being drained. There are things that I want to do outside of my job that I don't have the mental capacity mm-hmm. to do because it takes a lot to just muscle through a day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With, you know, on top of the other stresses that work, that your job may give, you know, with a uh, system shut down, mm-hmm. emails not working, this, those regular things. Yeah. But when you're dealing with that stuff on top of trying to maintain a level of professionalism, when you really just want to, in the words of Ludacris, slap a nigga today. Like, you want <laughs> you want to do it. You want to just bop, bop real yeah. quick. Yeah. And you can't do it. There's, there's assault charges. There's yeah. a lot of things that come along with it. Yeah. And so, man, like... Shout out to us that are that are that are doing it. Yeah. And if you break, it's fine. Yeah, definitely. Cause everybody got a breaking point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know that's that is so important, and a lot of people don't realize how much the job or their place of employment take a toll on them, right? Mm-hmm. And so I can remember just I'm always talking about what I can remember, but just. Feeling like I had to deal with stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Like, you had to. So, like you just said, you know, a lot of people say now, y'all generations, y'all don't, y'all won't keep a job. Y'all feel like we will leave. I will, me, personally. Her, for sure. Will leave. Quick. She won't even let it get to the breaking point. No. You got about one, two. I will leave. I will leave. (laughs) Oh, don't give me a degree and a license now. I will because you guys for y'all out there. Yes, some people we need. Don't let your your bills get come on. Your, yeah, your, your bills and stuff go in default, and they come picking up your car and stuff. Yeah. Do what you got to do. But we do. We reach that breaking point. Mm-hmm. But we feel like we gotta stay. Mm-hmm. We feel like I have to be here, and the thing is, they know that. Mm-hmm. They know these places of employees employment know. 
that we need mm-hmm. this position. Mm-hmm. And so I strive to say, I do. I love it. I love mm-hmm. this, but I don't need it because mm-hmm. I can pull myself into another mm-hmm. direction. I set myself up mm-hmm. to be able to, I don't have to take it. Mm-hmm. I can go start a business. Mm-hmm. I can do it. And that's mostly what our generation is doing. We have a lot of a lot of kudos to everybody who have businesses that we're starting our own business and mm-hmm. not just so we don't have to have someone to tell us what to do but to gain financial stability to mm-hmm. get some independence to be able to spend time with our families mm-hmm. that these jobs don't allow wow. us to do you know i i got to a point where i was like i gotta come out of somebody else's business mm-hmm. when when i have to feel guilty mm-hmm. about taking my child to the doctor mm-hmm. i gotta take off of I got to actually request time off to take my child to the doctor and I feel guilty about it because you mad. Mm-hmm. You mad because we need you here, but my child got to go to the doctor. Mm-hmm. How can, why? No. Mm-hmm. So at that point, I got to set myself up mm-hmm. where I don't have to, I don't have to do all that mm-hmm. to, to make my child or to take my child to the doctor. Mm-hmm. I can schedule my appointments around my child's doctor's appointment. Sure. And employers need to understand that we still we, we have lives. Outside we get it. Job. We get it. But a lot of people will stay on their jobs mm-hmm. if I don't have to get to my breaking point. Mm-hmm. If I can know that the person that I work for is going to understand that children get sick, mm-hmm. is going to understand that Livingston Parish has no school fair days. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. to work for a place or a employment, whatever, that understands those things. Mm-hmm. When you can go to a job and they can say, Oh baby, I know your yeah. kid out of school. Go ahead, go home. We'll mm-hmm. see you. We'll see you tomorrow, yeah. or we'll see you Friday, or whatever yeah. the case may be. When you when you got that, then you got some. I don't have to get to a point of where I'm breaking because mm-hmm. they will, they will, baby. They they use you up. And it comes a time where you got where we no longer hold loyalty to a a job that doesn't hold loyalty to us. My mom again. You know, shout out to mom. Used to always tell me, don't you let them people stress you out. Yeah. Don't you let their job stress you out. Yeah. Because stress kills. Yes. And oh, yes. she said the same thing that's going on now. If you let that if you let that stress you and kill you, it'll still be going on while you six <laughs> feet under. Stressing the and next then, person. Killing them. Yep. And <laughs> then when I got in the job, or it may be easier. Yeah. That's a whole nother topic for a whole nother day. <laughs> but, um, and I got older and I realized, or I saw for myself that like, a job will replace you in a minute. So quick. You, you could die. And the most they may do is send your send mama you a card. If they do that. And then depending on who you are, you may not even get that. It may be a select group of people mm-hmm. that, that may get together, together and send your mama a plan my or God. a card. Ain't that something? So oh at some God. point you you stop holding it's or giving loyalty. loyalty to a job or company or whatever that will replace you in in, in, a in in a day. Oh my God, so quick! You died on a Wednesday. Your job is posted Thursday. Hmm. So yeah, so you know, shout out to y'all that are still you know that with entrepreneurship. Everybody don't want to be entrepreneurs. They they want they, the nine right. to five. They want to mm-hmm. be able to shut it off. Because if we yes. being honest about entrepreneurship, hell, we record we we're recording late on a Saturday. Absolutely. When as an entrepreneur, you can't. In some ways, you you can, but in some ways, you can't turn it off. Oh yeah, the work. So don't some stop. people like the idea of when I'm done it. Four, five, five thirty. I'm done, yeah, and I don't have to pick nothing back up work related yes. until Monday morning or the next yes. the next work day. Mm-hmm. So, um, shout out to y'all, man, because it ain't hard. <laughs> it's, it's not hard. Tested by him. 
Child, listen, it ain't hard. <laughs> take your vacations. Take your health breaks, days. Take your mental health days. Yes. Use your sick time if you ain't feeling good. Mm-hmm. If you really not feeling good, don't you, you don't gotta look. Don't bring your sick, don't your sick self to work. Don't for one, it. you gonna get everybody else sick. That's one. For two, for what? Now, now you done passed out, and you gotta be at home anyway. Mm-mm. Don't do it. Take your time. Don't do it. Absolutely. But anyway, child, listen. Child, listen. <laughs> that was good. That was some, that's some good good information. And a lot of people feel like they're stuck. A lot of people feel like they have to, and a lot of people do. Mm-hmm. But it's still important to make sure you're maintaining that self-care. Make sure that you're taking your breaks, taking the time that you need. You know, we we gonna go, we're gonna move on, but we we'll work through our lunch break. We, we got we have to be able to take our, our break, take our days and mm-hmm. recoup. Cause mm-hmm. burnout is definitely it's real. Definitely real. Yes, ma'am. But you ready to get into it? Let's get into it. We're gonna get into today's episode i watch podcasts i want i think i started watching podcasts maybe i think i got into it maybe four years ago and the main two people well the main person podcast that i do watch, i watch everything kept on stage mm-hmm. they'll say she i watch if i can tell you about this podcast that podcast <laughs> the app that, that they got he got he had a streaming service what's on there that's, that's good or whatever i am all things kept on stage love them or whatever but he and his wife had a um podcast together at one point called the love hour and she was having a money series and so she had this financial guru blogger proper term you know could be wrong on an episode and she was talking about money stories mm-hmm. And um, her name is Tanya Rapley. She's also called at MyFabFinance on Instagram. And so we were thinking about topics or whatever. And Shakur was like, we need a finance topic. And so I sat back and I thought about like, hmm, what could we talk about? And I went back. The episode was probably like two years old. I thought back to that episode and I'm like, man, that's good because I never knew that a money story or whatever existed until I watched the episode. So I sent her the episode and she watched it and she was like, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll talk about this. So yeah, we want to talk about money stories. Mm, that's good. You know, I as I think about that, and of course that that episode was a really really good episode. So mm-hmm. I'm glad you were able to pull her name and plug her into that. Mm-hmm. But definitely. So before we even get into talking about and identifying what our money stories is, mm-hmm. you know, tell the audience, the people who may be listening, mm-hmm. what a money story is, or how do someone attach a money story to themselves so in the episode which i will link in the in the description box if you want to go back and watch it's really good but she defined your money story as an event a life event that shaped how you view how you view money and how you you know you view your finances and um she kind of related to more of like a childhood type of thing kind of it may you know a lot of stuff in therapy yeah. go Stem back to childhood. childhood um and when you dig deep down and you think about it it could it's more of a childhood type yeah. of thing anyway yeah but then some things in your adult life may shape how you view and look at money anyway so since you had time to watch the episode and you have had time to think about what could be my money story. What what did you feel like your money story was? First and foremost, the episode was really awesome. And so as I think about or I try to identify what my money story may be, um, I can remember a time. I can remember a time where my perspective on money changed. Mm-hmm. Of course, money 
is always something that we feel and we think is is important. A lot of people, I know that's not just my opinion. Mm-hmm. Money is <laughs> the key to a lot, it's, right? You can do a lot with And money. you can do a lot. And so I can remember, um, I think this was when I, I had got my master's degree. No, 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 my bachelor's degree. Mm-hmm. And I was working. I was working at like a little school. And I was, it was a school for children with, with disabilities. And so I really loved it there. Um, that's also where I learned that I'm not a teacher, okay? <laughs> Especially to children, okay? But, <laughs> only, but only for yours. Huh? Only, uh, barely. Uh, uh, barely. <laughs> so she got school fuck. But, but I can remember working there. Being put through a situation, it's crazy because that was your your child listening, but being put in a situation where you play with my money. Mm-hmm. Already being a, somebody who was just getting out of school, trying to find themselves in their career, trying to find a, a you know, we don't, we don't want to say job, but trying to find a profession, like something that's going to be our long term, right? And I can remember it was close to Christmas time, the owner called me in the office and basically told me that we wouldn't get in check. Burp. We wouldn't get in check. Do you know Christmas is coming? You know. Beside Christmas. I life, ain't not, I ain't not I work for free. <laughs> okay. And so that is when, it. yeah, that is when my perspective on money changed. Because not only did I not get a check, I had to figure out how my car note was going to get paid, how my baby was going to receive Christmas things. And I live, like, I am I live in, here in Baton Rouge, but my family was home. So how I'm going to get home to spend the holidays with them and all this and all that. And the lady told me, no, no check. Well, why am I coming to work, ma'am? You know, and so, and I said all that to say, my perspective on money changed. At that point, I realized, oh, the struggle is real. And when I when I said, I said, you know what? I promise that I would never be in a position where anybody mm-hmm. or anything made mm-hmm. my money look funny. Mm-hmm. I am going to have enough of everything put mm-hmm. somewhere mm-hmm. so that if I don't, if something happens, it's something that I won't be in this position again, mm-hmm. especially with that daughter. Mm-hmm. You know, especially with having a little person, and she was too little to even have to just look at mm-hmm. me and know that she was missing out on anything. Mm-hmm. Because of course, shout out to my sister and um and my family who helped me that year mm-hmm. in making sure that Jaden had a good Christmas that year. It changed everything changed mm-hmm. for me. And so, like they said in the in the podcast with um Kev on stage and his wife, that Sometimes it's, it, when I think about my childhood and what that money story looked like as a child, mm-hmm. this particular situation kind of just, <laughs> over, like, oh my goodness, mm-hmm. it did. It was like, of course you want to get a career, you want to, because growing up, I didn't, I didn't, that's not what I saw. It wasn't really, and I can say that I was kind of blocked away from mm-hmm. money problems. Like my mom and dad never really showed me the issues and the struggles mm-hmm. of other than, oh, you going to the store, Mm -hmm. or whatever but not so much of where money was something that I thought about not until like growing up getting a little older like Mm -hmm. middle school high school-ish 
type ordeal where you had to do things um, or wanted to do things that you mm-hmm. couldn't do because your parents couldn't afford mm-hmm. it. You know, where you have a homecoming dance or this dance or that dance and you got to mm-hmm. choose between getting your nails done or your mm-hmm. hair done because they can't do both mm-hmm. or you can't do both or whatever. And so this particular situation mm-hmm. and I was fresh out of high school, I mean, fresh out of college getting my bachelor's degree mm-hmm. and that also gave me the push to say, you know what? I got to set myself up. I got to go back to school Mm -hmm. because this here, not it. Mm -hmm. And so now even today, and they talked about it, even when we, when we're identifying our money store and how that affects us today, Mm -hmm. how that affects me today. Oh, I'm cheap. Oh babe. I am the, you know, and it's crazy because my husband, (laughs) his friends will say that he is cheap. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, Oh, his wife cheap too. Mm -hmm. You know? And they like, no, you can't be as cheap as him. And I'm like, we match each other energy. They do. <laughs> we match each other energy. Like, I don't have to worry about him going out and just, and I'm like, ooh, where does, wh- you mm-hmm. spend all this money on net? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have to worry about that. But sometimes I have to check myself because sometimes I even, I call you and I'll be like, why do I want something, but yet I don't go get it when I have it to go mm-hmm. get it. But that plays a part in my, in my, my psyche for mm-hmm. one and what I on how I didn't identify my money story mm-hmm. because now I feel like if I don't have that security blanket it's mm-hmm. gonna keep me up at night mm-hmm. <laughs> not having x amount of dollars in my savings mm-hmm. is gonna keep me up at night mm-hmm. not having x amount of money in my checking even though it's in my savings is going to keep me mm-hmm. up at night and so it's just like I'm frugal but I still have to check myself you know in that episode I know he said he was like seeing my my parents and them waiting for retirement and being able to or having to wait to mm-hmm. reap the benefits of mm-hmm. of what they've done and he like I want to live in that now and that's how I am I want to live in it now but I do it on the budget mm-hmm. so yeah I'm gonna be cute I'm gonna go get my hair done mm-hmm. I'm gonna get my nails done mm-hmm. all that you doing better though I am she she doing way better I am but that's because now I'm I'm so busy where because I'm like oh I can do that myself oh yeah. I can do that myself where I'm so busy now that I can't. I got to go with somebody. I want my braids. I could do my own hair. Yeah. But I want to pay my girl, shout out to her, for doing my hair in two and a half hours versus me taking six hours to do it myself. Mm-hmm. I don't have that six hours no more. So I got to go and pay X amount. Baby, I'm even thinking about getting Jaden hair done. I think I'm trying to talk into it. <laughs> or oh, whatever. Because I just don't have have the time to do it i want to go get my nails done Mm -hmm. but i don't have time to go sit at the nail shop for four hours so i'm gonna have to pay the nail tech a little bit more because you came on over to appointment life huh to this appointment make me book me appointment life a little different huh book me oh it's different that's grown woman stuff yeah that's grown woman i remember when i because i crossed on over to appointment life Mm -hmm. And I went back with her because I don't remember where we went. Oh, it was Jay's birthday last year. And we went back to get our nails done. And I remember sitting and waiting. And I said, this is She said, this ain't neat. Told. And I said, you know what? You right. Let's book me. Book me an appointment. And baby. Because it ain't nothing like going to a nail shop. And if like with a girl I go to, if my appointment is at 6, she's seeing me no later than 6.15. Yes. Like, no later right. than that. It's it's, it's rare yes. that she's that behind where I got to wait an hour. Like, Absolutely. Nope. And then she is consistent. And that's life. She is consistent. Mm-hmm. Every time I get my nails done, it is consistent. The shape is consistent. They last. And they consistent. Cute. And they shout out to her. What's her name? 
nail no I'm not telling her cause y'all cause she cause y'all gonna try to book her up. <laughs> She don't want to get a girl to plug because y'all don't take her appointment time. I literally have to go to her day near every six, like uh, every six weeks. Y'all going to take the girl appointment time. She don't want to plug the girl name. Y'all going to take her from me. Shout out to her. If I knew her name, I'd say it, but she on floor. It's nails by nails by yen. That's all Mm -hmm. I'm going to say. Find her. She good, y'all. She good, though. Yeah. But if I think about my money story. I said, I said, and I thought about it. I thought about it when I watched the episode, and I thought about it again when we was getting ready for this one. Mine is a childhood, teenage type of thing mm-hmm. because my how I look at money is I need to make sure I have enough to um to where no matter what I can stand on my own. Mm. It's a good thing, but it's a bad thing. It's kind of <laughs> like a let me make sure I have. I have. To, I don't want. I don't have to, have to depend on anybody else. Yeah. Because for me, for me, for Ebony, <laughs> asking for money makes me cringe. So it do. It's it's not really asking for money. It's just letting people in for you. That I think that's very no, different. No, no, no. Mo- is. Money is very different. Well, it is. And so in my head, if I got to work, I always say if I have to work five jobs, I will work five jobs before I <laughs> stay some. Ask somebody for something. That's one. Two, um, before I am forced to stay somewhere that I don't want to be. Yeah. And true. that's true. You know, you you look at certain situations. You look at certain like like I think about marriages and things that I seen growing up, and I saw where the people were miserable. Mm-hmm. And it was like, well, why? You know, and the common thing would be, well, why you just won't leave? Yeah. But it's more to just leaving than. Just getting your stuff and leave. Mm-hmm. You know, it's okay, you gotta find somewhere to stay. Now you're mm-hmm. paying bills, but you had mm-hmm. a security blanket of somebody is somebody helping you or somebody paying them for you. Mm-hmm. It was it was more to just leave. And so for me, I was like, regardless of what my situation looks like, I'm gonna make sure that I got what I got, that mm-hmm. I can stand on my own. That yeah. if need be, if I need to go be by myself. If I need to leave a job, mm-hmm. that I have all my ducks in a row, so that when I leave, I'm good. Yeah. Whether I, and it, and it, and that could be leaving. Like if I think about it, the times that I switched jobs, it was always leaving one, going to, going the to next. another one. It yeah. was never a break in between. Cause I'm like, mm-hmm. if they're breaking between, <laughs> that's a week off of work. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So that's a week of no money. So I can't do that. Yes. So I would, I would, I would, I wouldn't leave a job unless I had something lined up. Mm-hmm. Some people just quit and go figure quit, it out. Yeah. Not me. It, and I could have, it, even if I had six months of a salary saved, I still couldn't yeah. see myself leaving a job without mm-hmm. something else falling back on yes. Leaving my part time job. Recently was the first time I left a job with like I figured out to figure out this money. <laughs> I'm about to I'm about to miss and the money the money wasn't a lot, but 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 for what it but did, the little bit made a difference. But for what it was, it did what it needed to do. So now I'm about to let this go, you know, burnout, tired, whatever. And I'm like, huh, I'm about to and then to the point that I'm I I'm like she talking about she she cheap. I know me now probably shocking the heck out of her because I've been like, ooh, I don't know how much it is. <laughs> I I was 
some women that at one point, which, well, let me back up. So another part of my money story is, yeah, I'm going to work to make sure that I'm good regardless. But I also be like, why deprive myself of what I want? Yeah, facts. And so there was also, I know, a childhood thing. So there were things that I wanted as a child. Yeah. That, um, ooh, mama getting a lot of shots out of this episode. <laughs> Shout out. But I remember getting the Fingerhood book. If y'all know Fingerhood, put it in the comments <laughs> for Christmas. And my mama would say, go through this book. Write your Christmas list down and tell me what you want. Mm-hmm. And I'll write down to the T. What the book said. The... <laughs> Cap- I didn't want cabbage patch. I'm just using an example. Cabbage patch, Samantha doll with castle set. Whatever. To the T. Did I get that? Mm-mm. <laughs> that was a, I got a example doll. of what you <laughs> yeah. wanted. I, I got a doll. Brand, I know. tell her an example <laughs> of what she wanted. Mama gonna be coming like, it, you got the doll. You got the doll, <laughs> did you? That's all that matters. You got... You said a castle, you, you got a castle. You it could, might not have been that castle, but you got it a may, castle. It may not be Samantha's castle. <laughs> but it was a but castle. It was a, it was a castle. <laughs> and so, um, and then as getting older and you wanted like certain shoes, certain purses, you wanted to, I was always the girly girl of me, out of me and my sister. I wanted my nails done. I wanted my hair done. I wanted makeup. I wanted all these, all this stuff done. My mom was like, no. So when I got older and I had the money to do it, do oh, it. I'm going to go do it. Um, and that was one time where I was very outrageous with some stuff. But my mindset was, if I can live after this purchase, I'm going to do it. I was just about to say that. And I figured you would say that because I could, oh my goodness, I could remember. Because she used to call me and say, oh, I really want this, but. And I'd be like, but can you live I, after? No, I, no but, I, but I would say, are your bills paid? Yep. Y'all, you, you, got, you got food. Can, can you, you live, live after, after you buy this? Now, I would never say go buy. Yeah. I wouldn't say go buy a coach or a Michael Kors purse if you. If your if your lights was gonna get cut off, Absolutely. if your car was gonna get repossessed, you know, picked up, uh, cape, whatever, never. But I always said if you could live, yep. If now you if you can live, live after doing it, I said go ahead, mm-hmm. cause whatever live look like for you, mm-hmm. I, you know your bills, not me. Absolutely. But that was me. My I'm like, cause I would be like, well, dang, I can't get it. Mm-hmm. But I switched it to like, cause that there was that there was that that tussle of man, I can't get it, cause money mm-hmm. but then it was like but you work hard though mm-hmm. so why so not? why are you working hard mm-hmm. to not to not at least afford yourself some of the things that, that you want absolutely you ain't like I said, you gotta go buy everything but at mm-hmm. least sometimes or or for me i would look i would, i'm a i'm a researcher Mm-hmm. So I know I knew how much it was for me to get hair for a sewing. <laughs> I knew how much the girl was gonna charge me for a sewing. Mm-hmm. I knew what my checks was every mm-hmm. two weeks, and I would say, okay, I know if I go three checks, I can get this. Mm-hmm. My business is still be taken care of. Yep. But I'm gonna go get this. Yeah. And I also be, you know, she, you know, we had the bougie conversation. Mm-hmm. I didn't think of it as bougie. I looked at it as. If I'm gonna give you my hard earned my mm-hmm. hard earned money, I want what I want. So if I'm paying to get my nails done, you got you gotta do them how I want it. Mm-hmm. If I'm paying to get my hair done, you gotta do it how I want it. There was times when I moved back to Monroe that I was driving to Baton Rouge to get my hair done because mm-hmm. I couldn't find nobody in Monroe to do my hair like the girl in Baton Rouge in my hair. And whatever you want to call it, <laughs> but. <laughs> Because that's how I looked at it. Right. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it was still a, I'm going to do what I got to do. So I never had to 
be somewhere where I was stuck. Right, absolutely. Taking it back to money story, that's what mine was. Mm-hmm. Or mine is. Yeah. Is I'm a, I'm gonna grind it out. I'm gonna hustle it out. Or I'm gonna sacrifice. I'm gonna do whatever so that if I'm in something that no longer serves me or no longer whether it's a relationship or it's a job, mm-hmm. a um a side hustle, whatever. Mm-hmm. If I need to pivot, I'm a pivot and I'm a yep. move. Yeah. And not miss a beat. And if I have to back back, I'll back back. But my goal is to never miss a beat. Right. Absolutely. And then it's also letting money or using money as a tool to do the things that I want, buy the things that I want. Yeah. Because, you know, people often say, yeah, saving, and, and I'm, I'm not saying don't save. I would never tell you not to save. Definitely I, save. I would never tell you not to budget. I would never tell you not to do that. But there's also a saying that you can't take it with you. Once you take care of all your business and what you have left, if you want to go buy you a purse and you good with the purse, buy it. If you want to, the old, you know, the older you get, the more, you know, the longer your money get, you may look at things of convenience. You know, yeah. like you, you paying somebody to do, some, do something that you can do. Hell, I can make weeks. But when it comes, but if I, if I'm in a position where I can, Make a wig or pay somebody that makes wigs, make the wig. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm go gonna with the pay to make the wig. <laughs> Absolutely. I know somebody that has a cleaner come to their house every two weeks. Yeah. That is a goal of mine. Goal. And I like cleaning. To the, you know, me. <laughs> you don't like that tub. <laughs> I don't like the tub. But I will clean. Right. But like, I know, like, like once I clean, I can't stop. Right. Yeah. But if too. I can make time to do something else by paying somebody Start else to, to come clean it, then yes, I'm, I'm going to do it. Absolutely. Or whatever. Absolutely. So, yeah, that is what I, like, I know that's what my money story is. Not depriving myself of what I want, but at the same time, busting my butt that I'm never stuck in something that I don't want to be stuck in. And that's, that's important, you know, to know your limits. You know, I could, I know long time ago where we were still no I have to be bachelors me wanting a sew-in and I'm like what I gotta do to get this so much oh I gotta pay her to do it and I gotta pay yep. for the hair find me some cheap hair please and sew-ins <laughs> cost nearly oh as much as they goodness, do now I'm like the hair run, there, run was, me the sew-in from, was, from was back nowhere then nowhere near as much as what it is now run me that from back then cause I thought it was high then but now I could go back Take matter of fact Sewing is what made me get into weeds. Yeah, cause I was, cause there was a point I was getting them back to back, but I also didn't have you. Bills. She, you did. I didn't have bills. She, she I was, I, kept I had bills. I became natural because I kept a sewing. She did, and it was natural by default. I was not going there. Never. She was I said never I was never going, going natural. natural. You did. And my cousin, shout out to Maddie, was like, "Ebony, you're natural." I said, "No, I'm not." And she took a picture of the back of my head because I was, I was wearing leaves out there. Yeah. I was natural. Mm-hmm. I sent it to you. I said, ooh, mm-hmm. Shakur, I think I'm natural. Yep, yep. That's how it happened. And then I'm like, you know what? Okay. Yeah. And I moved down here, and that's what made me get back, made me say, okay, well, look, you can't keep getting so wings back. And that was going up, too. Mm-hmm. But you can't keep getting so wings back to back. Like, you need to figure something else out. And so wigs became my thing. Mm-hmm. And then wigs got expensive. So YouTube became my friend. Mm-hmm. And I learned how to make wigs on, for me. Mm-hmm. Not for, you know, at the time for me. Right. I could make them for <laughs> not, not I for nobody do, else. I can do them for certain people here and there, but for me, I knew how to make it. Cause I then too, when you're learning, you you see imperfections. Yeah. So everybody else is like, oh, it look good. I'm like, nah, it's messed up, but you can't take them. Yeah. So that 
So that's how I pivoted with that. But money stories, money you know, stories, being able to identify what those look like, and and sometimes it may in a moment of reflecting on yourself and just trying to figure things out, you know, because we're always working. My quote or phrase that I'm identifying with these days is we're always finding different things to become the best version of ourselves, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so as we're doing that and we're f- reflecting on lives, we're on our life, we're identifying what our money story looks like mm-hmm. and how do we look at money? How do our perspective on money play a part mm-hmm. in how I move or how I make decisions and purchases and things like that? So it's definitely important to um, be able to know what that money story is because sometimes you may have to step back and say, oh, I feel like this because this is the mm-hmm. the seed that my, plant, my mm-hmm. parents planted or the struggle that I went through when I was six or seven mm-hmm. or four. 14, 15, and to say, okay, well, I may need to make some changes mm-hmm. to um, some things. You know, like I told you, me me and my husband, we're more so one in the same, but but we're, there, we're different too. Like, he'll go and, baby, that man, I know you're going to be watching this. This man will go and buy a car, baby, this. Put in the comments and tell the people how many cars yes, you bought last in, year. Don't put in the comments. Yes. I'm going to cut this. <laughs> don't cut that. No, she not. And so he will, he will go and make those big purchases versus me. I'm scared. I'm like, oh no, car paid off. I'm done. I don't need a car. The whole time she was, I got X amount of more. I owe no X amount of more dollars on my car. I go three thousand more dollars. Yes, I got three more payments. And baby was was happy about it. And then I'm like, okay, cool. Check check car off of the uh, off of the things that I have to pay for. Me in reverse. Like I will, I guess, buy the things that I more so feel like I made a part of my lifestyle, like Mm -hmm. my hair my nails, mm-hmm. my my child doing cheer. Like, mm-hmm. she, that's just an expense that I've mm-hmm. included into my life aside of bills and things like that. It's important to know because sometimes we may have to make changes mm-hmm. in what or how we identify with our life story mm-hmm. or with our money story because it could be hindering us. Mm-hmm. And we just have to kind of change that perspective a little bit um, to be able to walk into becoming mm-hmm. the better, best versions of ourselves and sometimes that means making purchases that are scary i can remember one of my good friends you know we talk about making purchases and buying bags and and purses and doing this and doing that baby sarika made me buy a purse talk me into it baby Talk me into it and buying a coach purse and a coach watch. You deserve it. You work so hard. Don't tell yourself no. Talk me into it, baby. That had to be what? Oh, J11. That had to be. I wasn't even living here. Then. You wasn't even here. I think we were still bachelors in our. I don't. Baby, that was so no, long ago. It couldn't be bachelor because I was gone. So you was you was in masters. However, I still never wore that coach bag. That coach purse. And the wallet is still sitting on the top of my closet in the bag. In the purse. The wallet is in the purse. Sarika, I, I never wore that. I remember because you called me like, I can't. I cut the wallet. Ugh. All that I money. Cried. And it's just sitting on top of my closet. I told her I didn't want it. But she doing But I like felt it. like I I did. She was right, though. I did deserve did. to buy something that 
I wanted at the time I thought <laughs> and you know that I have worked I worked hard mm-hmm. it wasn't a lot of things that I wanted outside of making sure that my baby was straight mm-hmm. and so that being something that I stepped out mm-hmm. and and did so now that's what I try to do I make sure that I'm not missing out on the things that I can identify as something important to me. Oh, I want to get my nails done, but uh-uh, that costs too much. I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. Or, oh, I want to buy this shirt or these pair of pants or do this, but I'm not doing that. That costs too much money. But then got money in my account or mm-hmm. have money in my account to um to get it, but just mm-hmm. not getting it because my money story was scary for me. You know, and so it's important, you guys, identify. If y'all could tell us in the comments what you think your money story is, we would love to hear it. Or send us an email um, on what your money story looks like. So now we're down to the question and answer portion. As always, if you have any questions or you have a topic you would like us to discuss, you can email us at unapologeticallyuspod at yahoo.com. That is unapologeticallyuspod at yahoo.com. Huh. You have a you have a question? Yes. Okay. Yes. So for someone who is basically like in the finance and accounting field, mm-hmm. for you to be able to tell our audience, tell the people, mm-hmm. what are some steps that you would recommend tell someone about identifying their money story? Or being able to kind of figure out what their money story is. Yeah. I would first start off by saying being honest with yourself. And then sit back and think about how you spend money. Think about how you look at money. Yeah. Money is a tool. Yes. Um, And it can be used to do a lot of things. When you look at money, how do you look at money? And then when you think about how you look at that money, how, how you look at money, think back to to like, okay, what happened to make me think of it like that? Like, for instance, when I said making sure that I'm in a situation where if I got to go, I got to go. And that I'm going to still be good no matter what. It was because I know that there are how I see my life, how I want to live my life. I don't want to live my life in a situation where I'm stuck in something because I can't afford to go anywhere else. So for me, that tool of money for me was regardless, make sure you got you. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I can buy my niece presents. I can buy people presents, Christmas, birthdays, whatever, whatever, whatever. But at the end of the day, I got to make sure I'm straight. And if I have kids, I feel like it would still be on sense of if my kids got to come with, am I straight? To, like I said, it's a good thing. It's a bad thing because you, you become too dependent on yourself Mm -hmm. that you can't let nobody else come in and do what they got to do but when you think about money and you think about how you look at it think of think back to like okay what happened that made me think like that yes and then that'll help you identify what your money story is you have a distinct event in your life that said okay i knew from this point going forward i would never look I would mm-hmm. never let this happen. Right. So when it comes to money, this is what money is to me. Right. It's a tool to make sure that not only am I, am I good, my child is good. And even yes. if I'm not good, my child's still going to be good. Yes. I'm going to make sure that I, I never give a job the power to determine mm-hmm. what my child life looks like. Yes. So yeah, think back on that. I know like like in the episode, which I do, like I say, we recommend you watch. Kev on stage and, them, and his wife grew up in a similar situation where... They were military kids and they both grew up poor. And in their marriage and how they look at money when they were becoming more and more or making more money, they were still holding on to it because in their mind, they kept saying it poor was around the corner. 
Yeah. And so you may could be somebody like the like that, like I'm doing good. If I maintained making forty k a year, now I'm at hundred and forty k a year. I'm I'm still gonna live like I'm at forty, maybe forty five k because of inflation. Yeah. Because it, I can wake up one day and always be gone, and I'll be poor again. And it's like once you get that dose of money, you don't want to go back to that life. You know you can't survive, yeah. but you don't want to go back to that. Absolutely. And so some people hold on to it because it's like, well, I'm not going to be as poor again. And I'm not going to let my kids be poor. You know, it could be something like that. It could be, um, I know his wife said her mom thing was she spent a lot. You know, some people look at money as spend it. You know, like what what made you get to that point? So if you're thinking about your money story, think about how you look at money and what happened that made you look at it like that. Yeah. And once you do, <laughs> tell us in the comments of what your money, what you think or what you discovered your money story is. Yeah. Good answer. Good answer. Good answer. All Good right. answer. Good answer. <laughs> <laughs> and again, yeah. if you have any questions or you have any um topics you like for us to discuss, please email us at unapologeticallyuspod at yahoo.com. <laughs> now it is time for my favorite part of the show, the wine down. The wine zone. That was a good episode. This was a good episode. Um the money story. Money. Because money is a money is a tool. Money can afford you a lot of things. Some people feel like you have some people say that the money can't buy you happiness. Some people say it can. I feel that the happiness that people feel that money brings is not really happiness. It just affords you a lot of money. Is can be convenient when you yes, have enough of it. It definitely it frees up a lot of things. And if you're using it properly, it's a freedom in a sense. Yes. You know when you can. Take a trip because you to avoid burnout from work. Or you can um, take some money and put it into investments. Yeah. And you can take some money and buy what you want, up yeah. remodel your home, things of that nature, um, being smart about it. That's what I think the happiness aspect of money comes from. Yeah. Do I think it buys or does it make you happy? No, because because even with taking trips and, you know, diving into other things, your problem is still going to be there. Yeah. So I don't think it buys you happiness. I just think it affords you to kind of maneuver around life a little different. But because um, this could be the start of a, of a money type of discussion, you know, down the road. I think starting off with identifying money stories. Yeah. Is a good way to kind of welcome into finance because a good a big part of finance is is money. Right. Definitely. And making your money work for you. Right. Absolutely. So like I said, let us know <laughs> what you think in the comments of or once you discover what your money story is. Right. Let us know what, what you what your money story is. And we may can take the comments and divide and make an episode about if we say like a like a common type of thing amongst right. people. We could go back and do a um episode about what a lot of people's money stories is and ways that you can navigate through that. Yeah. I have finished my wine. Yeah, cause she is not drinking hers. One thing about me, I'm gonna finish my drink. Mm. <laughs> Sweat is dripping down Thank my back. Thank y'all for <laughs> tuning in to the Unapologetically Us podcast. We'll see y'all next time. Be sure. Now, y'all see the last couple of times she was trying to get your girl. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe, share our podcast. Rate us. We're going to get Apple down one of these days. Hopefully, when this airs, Apple has got it together with us. Oh but goodness. until then, we're on it with Spotify. So, rate us on 
on all of those platforms. All minds clear. All minds clear. Until the next episode. See y'all. Bye guys.